Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Uh, So I've been listening to a lot of sports talk the last couple of days. I had a week off. I stayed away from it. And then everything that happened over the weekend in Charlottesville sort of bled into our business as well. LeBron James addressed the issue yesterday. Of course, the anthem protests have been a big talking point. And as I listen to a lot of these shows, my blood begins to boil because I hear, and this is not everybody, I don't want to paint everybody with the same brush, but there are many of these examples where you have sports talk show hosts that have no idea how to talk about any of this stuff. They're totally confused. They're scared. They don't know what to say. They're afraid of something. I'll give you a couple examples. This morning, I'm driving in on a competitor station. The guy opens up saying, you know, I had a long talk with the people who were producing the show, and we're trying to figure out how we're going to talk about this. And then, you know, we decided that we'll touch on it because it's important enough to touch on, but we're not going to spend two hours on it. I promise we won't spend two hours on it. I just want to touch on it. So then they play the LeBron cut, say, man, the stuff that's going on out there is just terrible, and then go on to the rest of the show. Well, what does that do exactly? Just so you feel better that you were able to get that out of the way because you wanted to address quickly what was going on that has been suffocating this country now for the last couple of days? And you think because you're a sports guy that you can only touch on it a little bit before someone in your audience gets annoyed? And what really drives me nuts is that the other side, the bad guys in all of this, they're not afraid to say anything. I saw a piece on Vice yesterday, Vice News. They're on the front lines with the neo-Nazis in Charlottesville. And when they have a microphone in their face, these disgusting people, they say everything that's on their mind. But somehow we're afraid to. And I'm not going to just knock competitors. We have shows here that have used what's happened in Charlottesville as an entry point to talk about what your favorite TV show is. And it's disgusting to me. And we have other shows where you have two hosts in a newsroom and the guy goes, how do you want to talk about this? How do you want to talk about it? You don't know how you want to talk about it? Seriously. How do you want me to set you up with what happened in Charlottesville was a question that someone told me one host asked another in our newsroom. It's pathetic. And no, do I think that the sports talk show hosts of America are going to change what's going on? No, I don't. But what I do think is that most of us that work in this business are reasonable people. A hell of a lot more reasonable than Nazi protesters that are saying and doing the things that they're doing. And maybe, just maybe, if we used our microphones and weren't afraid to talk about this stuff, we could create an atmosphere where you might get this entire country so loud... And, and so on the side of the good that it would make this place so uncomfortable for those people to pop out and do the things that they're doing. 
Well said, my my friend, and I feel and, and totally understand your frustration, and, but I disagree with one thing you just stated, and the fact that we can't make a difference. We can make a difference, and as we discussed the other day, it starts at the grassroots level. It starts in your home. It starts in your community. That's how you make a difference and change. starts at the bottom, and then it rises to the top. It doesn't start at the top. It's got to start at the grassroots level, whether it's on this radio show, where we're not afraid to broach these difficult topics, whether it starts in your home, your car ride to the to home or wherever, uh, your your immediate family, your friends. That's where it starts. But you know, it, it's interesting that that these folks. It's not interesting. I understand why they don't want to broach this topic because they have nothing to add to it. Either they're complicit or they're completely ignorant and and would like to stay and remain ignorant to what's going on in the world. Uh, there's a line, I think it's not about nature. If you've never been to get if you've never been to the ghetto, well don't speak about the ghetto. And look at your circle of friends. Look look at the people who you patronize. Uh, is it a diverse circle of friends? Is it the, the people you interact with, whether you're banker, your accountant, your dentist, your doctor, the stores you go to, uh, is it a, a diverse community that you're interacting with on a daily basis? And for the most part, no. The reason we have a Rooney Rule is because most of these owners, their circle of friends, uh, their circle of influence, uh, it, it's not diverse. Uh, it's it's gotten better in, in certain areas, but it's not diverse. And, and so that's why we need a Rooney Rule. Why did we need affirmative action back in the day? Why did they implement that? Because we still lived in a discriminatory, discriminatory society. And to a certain extent, it still exists. So uh, it, it, it's going to change, but it, it's going to change slowly as it, as it always has. And we have to keep doing our part. We have to be we have to continue to speak truth to power. And we have to get rid of this notion, this false equivalency that the grand birther in the White House. I don't see how anybody's surprised that he's endorsing these neo-Nazis. Uh, he, he's said it for the last two years he's been campaigning. So you shouldn't be surprised. He, he he showed us who he was when he went on this great birth of lie. And now everyone's shocked. You shouldn't be shocked if you were paying attention to that bull dookie that was going on. Uh, so it's a disgrace. And you've had many in that camp said they want to take us back. Well, hell, they're taking us back. They're taking us back to Jim Crow. That's where they want to take you. And you're right. Those who are in that number with the grand birther, those who are in Charlottesville causing all the trouble, uh, they speak loudly. They are not afraid. They do not wear hoods anymore. They are overt with their feelings, what they believe, their ideology. They're out there in front for us to see. And yet those who should be pushing back are afraid because right. there may be a pu- pushback. It's, that's, it's that's crazy ridiculous. to me. It's, yes. it's, it's, it's ridiculous. And we, you and I, I know, will keep shouting uh, to the rooftops. Yes, we work with those uh, at CBS Sports. I've worked with... Uh, those at, at, at the uh, in the NFL have gone to college with those who would uh, align themselves with those folks who were causing all the problems in, in Charlottesville. And lastly, I'll say this: we will continue to push back. And for the grand birthday in the White House and those of his ilk that will to try to create this equivalency, you're so wrong. There is no moral equivalency. Those of us who are fighting against hate and bigotry are not equal to those idiots on your side. 
I used to think that when it came to athletes or people involved in in this business, that if you didn't want to get into that field or express those opinions, you know, that was that was your right. You could stay away from that stuff if if you wanted to. We talked about Michael Jordan and how he was uncomfortable with that. But I have never lived in a time like this right now. I haven't. Now, I know that there's been other times in this country that the, the, the fever of the what of, you know, racial, racial and social issues was at a fever pitch. There's been no doubt. I mean, the 60s, we can go through all that. I was not alive for that. And not saying that there wasn't stuff in the 90s or the 2000s, but right now is different. So when I see people hide from it right now, that tells me everything I need to know about them. It really does. And now I think that if you have something to say that is fighting against these horrible things that we're, that we're seeing and you're not saying it, then you are part of the problem. And if you don't know how to say it and you have an opportunity to speak to a lot of people, then you are part of the problem. And I'm not saying that, uh, that, that because we have microphones in front of us and we're going to change the world. I am realistic about it. But one thing I will not do is be given an opportunity every single day to have this platform to speak to people and then just hide from it because I'm afraid of something. And then watch skinheads when they get a microphone put in front of their face just destroy everybody. N-word this, Jews are ruining the country, oh, we need to have a, a, an Aryan race. They're not afraid to say anything when the microphone's in front of them, but somehow half the people here and 90% of this business, they don't want to say it because they're afraid of their boss. They're afraid of the tweets they'll get. They're afraid of this. Man up for crying out loud. Seriously. Because this is different. This isn't the normal social issue that you wanted to rather talk about your fantasy football team and you want to stay away from it because you thought you'd turn off the audience. This is different. Treat it as such. Treat it as such. And don't give me this bull crap. It's an escape now. You know what? Escape. If you're escaping, you're a wuss. This is not a time to escape anything. And if you're looking for a way out, then you don't deserve to have a microphone in front of your face. You don't. Or at least announce to us that uh, you believe in what the Grand Birth is saying. You believe what those torch bearers are saying. Well, have the You're guts then, too. Number. Have the at least guts. Be man, right. be, be man enough to say, exactly. I'm with them. I stand with them. Because there's no gray area here. Either you're with those haters, those bigots, or you're not. It's simple as that. No more hiding. Come out and be a damn man about it. Or be a woman about it. That's who you want to hit your wagon to? Say it and right. be proud of it. And we'll know where to place you. Yeah, I, I would have more respect for you if you did. I, I'm serious. I would totally disagree with you. I think you were a disgusting person. And I would try to, in some way or another, even if I failed to change your mind, I would do that. But at least you'd say what's on your mind, as opposed to taking the easy way out. And 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 as far as... You know, there's going to be a lot of people that give you the same old, this is a sports talk show, you're on CBS Sports Radio, all this stuff. I don't care, man. I don't care. It's not about sports. It's about life. And this is, this is it's different now. And it's the fact that people want to just, just go to all these different places as opposed to dealing with the real issues that is just feeding this. It's feeding this. You know, I mean, when you end the newscast with 
you know, the uh, golden retriever saved a deer in the lake. And, oh, you see Kathy Lee and Hoda drinking wine and talking about the new fall fashions. And you got all this garbage on TV and reality show this and Bachelor here and this and that. And everybody's hiding. And I don't want to pay. I don't want to pay any attention to that. Well, see what happens when you, you, you most people try to find an escape. Just see what happens because it'll yeah. get worse. Because if we're you don't, seeing it. If you don't, yeah, exactly. It's happening. If, and if if you don't wake up, it's stuff's gonna get worse. So I just, I mean, it's just been frustrating as all hell to me when you see these people who have an opportunity to say something, to step up and stand for something when they're talking to multiple people and they're tiptoeing around stuff because they're gutless. It drives right, yeah. me crazy. But there is no hesitation to blast those who will push back right. against the hate, against yeah, exactly. the bigotry, against racial inequality, oh, so against right. social injustice. Oh, yeah. black, black lives matter. We'll call them damn terrorists real quick. We'll call Malcolm X a terrorist. We'll call the Black Panthers terror. I dare you push back against me holding you down. And it's not a perceived holding you down. It's not a perception. I've lived a damn good life. I've fought hard for this damn good life. And yeah, there have been obstacles, but I haven't allowed those obstacles to stop me because because of the color of my skin. There are many more who've done that, but that doesn't mean we stop pointing out injustice, inequality when we see it. Just because you're doing good and you're successful doesn't mean you stop living, doesn't mean you can't be subjected to these things again. And I'm talking to you, Jason Whitlock. Miss, they should, you should change your name to Steven, uh, just like the character in Django Unchained, because anyone steps up like a LeBron James has done in the past, oh, he can't possibly know what racism is about. Why the hell can he? Didn't always have a billion in the bank. Didn't always have, uh, wasn't always the best basketball player on the planet. We felt the sting of it but we've overcome that so my good friend Spencer Tillman would always say I'm not preoccupied with race but I'm damn sure impacted by it and we will continue to speak up we're not going anywhere you skinheads we're not going anywhere you neo-nazis we're not going anywhere grand birthday in the White House we'll be right here fighting your ass till we die LeBron James is a guy I have criticized many many times because I feel like he can be a drama queen I feel like he says a lot of stuff in the media that he could say behind closed doors as it pertains to sports. I have a newfound respect for him. Not that this is the first time he's said stuff, because he has. I mean, he wore the I Can't Breathe t-shirt during the ESPYs. He stepped up. Um, but he's, he, he spoke yesterday, and it, it's not exactly what he said, but it's, it's something that he, he prefaced his statements with that sort of hammers home the points that I was trying to make this morning. I have this platform and, and I'm somebody that has a voice of command and the only way for us to be able to get better as a society and us to get better as people is, is love. And that's the only way we're going to be able to conquer something at the end of the day. It's, it's not about the guy that's the so-called president of the United States or whatever the case. It's not about a teacher that you, you don't feel like care about what's going on with you every day. It's not about people that you just don't feel like that's want to give the best energy and effort to you. It's about us. It's about us looking in the mirror. Kids, all the way up to the adults, about all of us looking in the mirror and saying, what can we do better to help change? I have this platform. I have a voice. And LeBron James has a much louder voice, a much larger platform than we do. But I ask anybody who speaks to a lot of people that you really want to do good and you want to see some of this hate dissipated 
and it's not all going to evaporate in a, in a day. But if you really believe in something and you have any sort of platform to speak about it, use it. Use it. Don't be a wuss. Don't hide from it. Don't be afraid of what people are going to think or say about you or there's going to be some guy who's an egg on Twitter who's going to call you a bad name or maybe your boss says get back to this topic. Well, tell your boss to go poop in a hat then because you had something to say. You had something to say and you said it and you can live with yourself a hell of a lot better because you said it. All right. There it is. You can lay your head down at night and know you did the right thing. This is what this is about, right or wrong. This yeah. is right and wrong. Simple there's, as that. There's there's no in-between on this. No. You said it before. There's no gray area on this one. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.